0: The Oakdale Christian Centre Podcast. Hi everyone, it's good to be back with you after so long since our last episode. This week Dave talks about hard hearts and what the Bible says we can do about it. The main reading is from Hebrews chapter 3. In some parts in this recording the audio isn't quite as good as normal. We're still working out how to get a good recording in the new socially distanced Christian growth meetings that these are a recording of.
1: Hey Ben, about um, 22nd of March now, I looked it up, we did um, talk about the hardness of heart and we're just going to just dwell on that a little bit before we move on um the bible says very clearly does isn't he in verse uh, 12 look to it see to it beware make sure that our hearts now we're talking collectively that's why it's important to be in fellowship watch we don't harden our hearts in any shape or form and and of course what we understand the heart is a, is a metaphor for the what we are the center of our being supreme choice of man's life center uh let's listen to i give another um definition uh heart is used in scripture the most comprehensive term for the authentic person it is the part of our being where we desire deliberate and decide it has been described as the place of place of conscious and decisive spiritual activity the comprehensive term for a person as a whole is feelings desires passions thoughts understanding and will the center of the person the place to which god turns. It, we understand that Could we still use it in daily language. We will uh, be heart-to-heart and uh, cold-hearted, warm-hearted, um, you know, and hard-hearted. We, we, we all use all these terms and we understand the heart is the supreme, the center of our being. And the Bible says be very careful, be very careful, watch over it um, because out of it springs the, the, the uh, issues of life the What did Luther say? He said, I am more afraid of my own heart than the Pope and all its cardinals. Um, because although the Lord gives us a new heart, remember the old man's dead, but the old nature sadly is with us until we have a new body and we're in heaven. Um, so that old, and uh, Tozer said, the human heart is heretical by nature. It runs to error as naturally as garden to Weeds. Um, And um, isn't it amazing? You don't have to be a gardener to grow weeds, do you? Uh, They seem to come quite easily. So we're going to look at um, the causes, again, the consequences, and really maybe just buckle down on the cure for the hardness. Because you know what? It can be a general hardness, which is, I suppose, when we're outside the kingdom, we can't, the Bible says, e- Ephesians 4, uh, 2 Corinthians 3, I think, we are hardened. We are blinded by the hardness of our We can't see. But we want to be careful that as Christians, we don't have specific places in our life where we are hardened. Things that have happened, um, disappointments, nuances no to pray, issues, circumstances, all these things that we know and uh, we can pin them down when we see in our hearts maybe a lack of passion. Maybe lack of empathy, um, uh, cynicism. Remember, we talked about the, about the hypocrite. Easy to point the finger, but the actual way is to get on knees and pray for the person. That's what we're looking at. So let's look at, let's read some verses to see the causes, what really is the hardness of heart, and then we'll go on to the cures. Uh, 2 Chronicles 36, uh, 11, 13, Zedekiah
2: and reigned for them he was in Jerusalem. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord his God, and humbled not himself before Jeremiah the prophet, speaking from the mouth of the Lord. And he also rebelled against King Nebuchadnezzar, who had made him swear by God, but he stiffened his neck and harmed his heart, from turning unto the Lord God of
1: Israel. I missed a verse. uh, uh, Romans 15:14, please. That was the first verse. I only just put that in last going off. (laughs) Four. (laughs) For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope. Now, if God of patience and comfort
2: grants you to be like-minded
3: toward one another according to Christ Jesus.
1: So That's my first one, sorry, but I should have put that in. The, the, the Bible, thankfully, is there for our ed- teaching, isn't it? Thankfully, the Bible leads n- leaves nothing out of those people. He doesn't um, glaze over the issues of their life, does he? Um, even the greatest men and women of the Bible, the warts and all are seen for edification, for us not, you know, we so often think of our kids, don't we? We say, how dull are you? You know, learn from my mistakes, don't we often say to them? But do they... No, they really jolly well don't, of course. But, you know, that's, that's, that's called stupidity, isn't it? Learn from, the, that's why the Bible says learn from the word so we don't do it, that we grow and we are, we are further on. Zedekiah didn't listen. Um, uh, Jeremiah had spoken to him many times. Um, in fact, he said to Jeremiah, Jeremiah, go and ask the word of the Lord for us. Jeremiah said, I'm not gonna do that because I'll tell you and he won't listen yes we will but they didn't they didn't and the sad and we we talked about him last time six months he he tried to run away didn't he and they caught him up and uh sad they killed all his children in front of him and gouged out his eyes not a nice thing but it started there when he hardened it and he didn't listen when we don't listen we don't receive the word of the lord if you look at the sower parable um what's the key verse there Good and noble heart receives the word. See, uh, the, obviously we have the careless uh, listener, the emotional listener, the hard-hearted, oh yes, one minute up and then gone. The, the distracted hearer, but then we have the careful, fruitful uh, hearer, the good and noble heart. It's the, it's the heart that is at the very core. We looked at Jeroboam just the other day, didn't we? And we said, in his heart, he, he, he manufactured these thinking is this ideology in his heart so we see in his heart we we look at it we look at Israel in a minute and we see in their hearts they turn back Samson is one of those um great characters in the bible and and uh, he, again he's a deliz- isn't he dear me Delilah what a snake isn't it? Um, she 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 says well, you know what's the what's the what's the cure what's the what's the answer what's the the key to your strength and he says off oh, you tie me with it and she's the one who ties him and then she's and well uh, me I'm thinking well I'm off you because I know what but he stays what do they say love is blind is it careful now marriage is an eye opener careful can don't say that now. Um, no say a word, no, no. Um, but we see, but then, you know, what, what was the key? We, we, because the, the Bible says when the Philistines came on him, he, he broke off. And, and that happened a few times until the Bible says, Judges 16, when he told her all his heart, the Bible says the Lord left him. See, when his whole heart was given away, then the Lord couldn't do anything about that. Lord couldn't do anything about that. So it's the heart, it's such a key, not listening. Daniel 5, Daniel 5.
4: The majesty, the most high God, gave your father Nebuchadnezzar sovereignty and greatness and glory and splendor. Because of the high position he gave him, yeah. all the nations and peoples of every land dreaded and feared him. Those the king wanted to put to death, he put to death. Those he wanted to spare, he spared. Those he wanted to promote, he promoted. And those he wanted to handle, he humbled. But when his heart would be arrogant and hardened with pride, he was deposed from the royal throne
1: and stripped of his glory. Belshazzar, He said you saw, you heard, and you knew. Everything that Nebuchadnezzar went through, he saw what happened to him, yet you would not listen and humble your heart. Now, you see, God can't do much more, can he? When he, he gives us, he tells us in his word what to be and what to do, and then shows it before us, gives us a, 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 an object lesson, if you like, and uh, that was his grandfather, Nebuchadnezzar. We, we, he knew what happened to Nebuchadnezzar. He was the greatest, and he, he said he could, he could take anyone's life, but then, one day he looked over it and he said, Look at what I've done here. Look at my kingdom. And the Lord said, Okay, eat that grass for a bit, Nebuchadnezzar. And the Bible says, When he came to his senses, he said, Lord, you are the sovereign one. I am just a man. And uh, he, he knew that, yet he did not listen. Exodus 8. Exodus 8. But when the Pharisee saw that they was relieved, he had his did not keep
4: them as the Lord had said. Then the magician said to Pharaoh, this is the finger of God. The Pharaoh's
1: heart you would and did not heed them, just as the Lord had said. Uh, we, we looked at uh, um, Pharaoh just beginning the year, didn't we? And um, uh, the, the, the pattern is like, the Bible says, when he saw the temporary relief, he hardened his heart. Uh, we have seen people touched by God, but they're not following the Lord today. That is that's more than sad. That's very dangerous because when, when the Lord has done something and he saw the temporary relief and he hardened his heart even further, the Bible says that the, his his own priest said this is the finger of God. This is we can't do this. This is this is not this is this is extraordinary. And he said he said he hardened his heart. Now remember, uh, Pharaoh um, confessed his sin. Remember we looked at that, didn't he? I have sinned, he said, I have sinned. He said it twice, I think at least twice, I have sinned. But there was not real repentance there. It was just sorry uh, because he got, remember the difference is being sorry for your sin or sorry if you're caught. Now, when we got caught as kids, we were very sorry, of course, because we knew the consequences could be pretty se- severe in school it? certainly at home. But um, we're, we're, whether we were sorry for doing it, it's a different thing. And that's the difference. Sorry because we know the consequences, but not sorry actually we hurt the father. So first thing that causes hardness is not listening to the word now. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. What in the Bible do you know that you should be doing that you're not doing? Oh, it's a good question, isn't it? Because if there's things in, in the word that you should be doing that you're not doing, then you know what happens to you? That particular area becomes harder and harder and harder. Let's, let's take giving, for example, let's take giving. Everything, everything that you have is the Lord's, yeah? So you know, when we, we withhold giving, remember tithing is Old Testament minimum. We ingrace New Testament so that, ooh, give more. Now, if we know that and we're not doing it, then we're going to be hardened to it. We're resistant. Uh, That's just one example. How about forgiveness? Ah, well, Dave. And I love the Lord because he always brings certain things back. And we think we're doing well. And something happened to me this week. And something cropped up. And in my heart, I thought, ooh, Lord. I thought I dealt with that. But probably I hadn't dealt with it as I should. And you know the answer? The answer is on your knees, isn't it? praying for it may if it's a person we pray for that person pray for the person pray over the person and uh irrespective of whether you're right or wrong it doesn't matter anybody is it yeah yeah because the bible is very clear so we, we so if we know there's things in our life that we should be doing we're not doing we'll be careful we don't harden ourselves and psalm 95 psalm 95 for He is our god and we the people His pasture
2: and the sheep if you he would hear response, harden not your heart, as in the publication, and as in the day of temptation and wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me and saw my good. Forty years long was I grieved for this generation, and said, it is the people that dwell in their heart, and they have not known my ways, and to whom I swear in my life.
1: That they should not enter into my Thankfully, the Bible is as up to date as ever. Now, the writer of the Hebrews was, was writing a psalm. Uh, we just read it, was quoting that a 1,000 years later. The psalmist was quoting from a particular instance that happened in Exodus, Exodus 15, 16, 17, where, remember, they came, and uh, there was water, and, oh, they mourned and groaned, and then there was food, and they mourned and groaned. And, and uh, the quarrel was this. Um, it wasn't remember we said before not to mourn about God but to God God doesn't mind that remember Job Job was blessed for his authenticity Lord I've had enough of this what are you doing? I wish I'd never been born he said didn't he but it was to the Lord it was to the Lord and um, so the, the problem was they, they quarreled they squabbled, they tested. This is what they said. Is the, listen now, they, cha, they challenged the character of God. That's the problem. Is the Lord not among us, they said. Where, what's happened to him? As if, as if he'd gone anywhere. He, they'd just seen all the plagues. They'd just walked through the sea, yet it wasn't only just a, a moment. See, hardness clouds our memory as well. Clouds our memory for what God has done in the past. Now, um, it, thankfully, it is a choice because he says, do not harden your heart yeah so now now we come down to all is this this no 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 you decide remember my response is my responsibility do not today and thankfully it's in the day today Yesterday, got to deal with. Tomorrow, don't forget, forget tomorrow. But today, it's irrelevant as today. That psalm is an amazing psalm. Psalm 95 is a good one to read because, it, again, the antidote is there. It said, come, let us worship the Lord. It's praise, it's thanks. It's worship, this intimacy with the Lord. And when we're intimate with the Lord, he says, now, be careful. He's speaking to the people. He's whispering in their ears as they're in his presence. Do not harden your heart as, as, in, as, as, your, as your forefathers did. The Bible says, in their hearts, they turned back to Israel. It was a hard issue. It was a hard issue. Um, Mark 8, or Mark 6, I should say, Mark 6. And when evening was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea, and he alone on the land. And he saw them toiling in and for
3: the wind was called. Walking upon the sea and would have passed them by. But when they saw him walking upon the sea, they, they supposed it, it had been a spirit and cried out, for so they all saw him and were troubled, and immediately he talked with them, and said unto them, Be of cheer, it is fine, be not afraid. And he went out unto them into the ship, and the wind ceased. And
1: they were so amazed in themselves beyond measure and wondered, for they considered not the miracle of the loaves, and their heart was hardened. Two words in the New Testament: one is to be stony—that's pro, uh, uh, um, the process—and the other was to be dry. In. And we see again here the they had just worked a miracle. They, the Lord, had just worked a miracle. He fed five thousand people. Yet when he walked on the water, they didn't recognize him. And uh, because their hearts, they didn't see, they didn't understand. And you know what? Sometimes we don't recognize the hand of the Lord, do we? Um, And we need to recognize the hand of the Lord. If we are the Lord's and we are walking with him, remember this, nothing happens to us without his say-so. Now, be be careful, because obviously if we walk out... (laughs) step with him and go our own way then yeah but remember even then the lord if we repent this brings us back in in check but if we're walking with the lord so it, they couldn't understand their hearts were hard they couldn't see him they couldn't recognize him uh mark six mark eight i should say mark eight be
2: careful jesus warned them watch out for the east of the pharisees and that of herod They discussed this with one another and said, it is because we have no bread. Aware of their discussion, Jesus asked them, why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not see or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes but fail to see, and ears but fail to hear?
1: See, when our hearts are hard, we're always looking at the natural instead of the spiritual. We're only seeing with these eyes what we can see. And uh, that's very dangerous because it can be most depressing and most distracting, can't it? If this is all we can see, this is all it is, <laughs> then, <laughs> oh dear me, we're in trouble. And that's why we, the Bible says, you know, define your time by eternity. That which is unseen is far more real than what, that which is seen. So he says get your eyes on that and, and because their hearts were hard they couldn't see that they were talking about bread. He said, what are you talking about bread for? I'm not talking about bread. I'm talk- what are you talking about bread for? I can feed. You know, that's, he was, they were blind. And the Bible says when we are hard we can't see, we can't hear and we can't remember. That's why sometimes it is good to write things down, isn't it? Answers to prayer, what the Lord has said to us uh, because we are prone, prone to forget um, uh, we're, prone, we're prone to remember the things that we shouldn't remember and uh, maybe things that have, we've done or people have done to us and, but well, when God has done something and when God has answered prayer we are pretty prone to forget that and that's why it's good to give thanks because it brings remembrance to us and elevates him so Mark 16 Even Jesus appeared to
0: them as they were people.
1: He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. See, Jesus not only tells us not to do it; um, he it, it, it angers him. <laughs> the disciples harden their hearts. Now, the 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 other disciples that come, remember the Maze Road boys. And the ladies had come prior to that and said, Jesus is risen. Jesus is risen. And the Bible says they refused to believe. They, they, see, hardness, hardness and stubbornness go together. They refused to believe. And Jesus comes and says, Oi. The Bible says he abraded them, he reproached them, <laughs> as Jesus sometimes does. Why? Because you know what? He sees the end result of hardening hearts, unbelief, going far from God. Thankfully, when he rebukes them, he abrades them, um, they must have received that because straight away he says, now you get out and tell the gospel. Get out and sh- Mark 16, go and, and share the gospel and bring the miraculous as well with it. So thankfully God uh, sees, but he, he, we can turn it around very, very, very quickly. Um, Mark 3. One, six. Another time he went to the
4: synagogue, and a man with a shrill hand was there. Some of them were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they watched him closely to see what the TV would hear on the Sabbath. Jesus said to the man, Stretch out your hand, stand up in front of everyone. When Jesus asked them, Which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they remained silent. He looked round at them in anger and deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts. a man, stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was completely restored. Then the Pharisees went out and began to plot with their Herodians, how they might kill
1: Jesus. The Bible says Jesus was angry and grieved at their hard hearts, because all they could see was um, their tradition. They couldn't see someone who needed a touch from God. It couldn't see uh, the person, um, only on only their, their, their so-called principle. And we talked about the hypocrisy of that before because he, he, he says, whoa, 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 what are you doing? He said, you animals, you're out there and sorting them out today if something happened. What about, about per-? so tradition, principle, people. He said, and it angered him and it grieved him, grieved him. Um, Mark 10, First, he came and
4: asked him, Is it lawful for a man who divorced his wife? Testing him, and he answered and said to them, "What is Moses remind you? He said, Moses permitted a man to write certificate a to divorce, and to dismiss it. And Jesus answered and said to them, Because of the hardness of your heart, he wrote this priest.
1: See, hardness Twists everything to our own our own bent, to, to, to selfishness, to compromise. Thankfully, Jesus goes right back to me and says, "You." you and, and it's very interesting if you read the other accounts. They said this is what Moses said. They were they were aligning themselves with that rebellious generation. Remember that generation that didn't go into Israel. That's what Moses was talking to. Godless they were, hard-hearted. Jesus was saying that's why they were, and so they twisted, they had to twist things just to accommodate. See, when we are hard hearted, we have to twist God's word to fit our lives sometimes. And God says, You don't need to do that. that, that will always end up in a mess, always end up uh, causing catastrophe. Acts 19.
0: Paul entered the synagogue and spoke only, there for three months, arguing persuasively about the kingdom of God. But some of them became obstinate. They refused to believe and publicly No way. Yes. Okay. So Paul left them. He took the disciples with him and had discussions daily in the lecture hall of, of Tranlus. This went on for two years so that all the Jews and Greeks who
1: lived in the province of Asia, heard the word of the Lord. Hardness. Not understand, unbelief, rejection, not receiving the word, unrepentance. The Bible says he was three months there. And the problem is this. David Wilkinson said, sadly, there can be more hard hearts in the house of the Lord than outside the house of the Lord. Um... He said, because we, we can look at those people and he, he said, I've said this last time I preached, uh, when he went to the communist countries, they were anti-God to the nth degree. But he said it was out of ignorance. As soon as the gospel was preached, he went to Poland and the gospel was preached. Man, he came to know the Lord. So their hardness was out of ignorance, not out of disobedience and deliberate rejection of the word now here we are um and, and that could be a problem you see the more we sit under the word of god if we don't do what the word of god says we become hard we become more and more stubborn towards god's word and and then we wonder why uh, we see people leave the church and you know what you could you could trace it right back to this time they started not listening certainly spending time with the lord is such a key isn't it because when we do that, our heart continues to be playable. But uh, we can see when you're not, you're not listening hard, hard, hard until you, you're there and think, well, this doesn't mean anything to me now. Because you've built up the hardness and the walls of resistance. And they wouldn't listen. The Bible says they became disobedient. And at the end of it, they speak evil of it. You, you're those people that once were in church and they speak evil of the church now. Evil's a strong word, but they say, oh, those people down there and this, and I, oh, I was in church and I, That's hardness of heart, hardness of heart, because they've re- rejected and been disobedient and rejected the Lord. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, they may say, I remember Billy Sunday as a character. Uh, they came to him and said, oh, you're not coming to church? He said, there's, there's hypocrites there. He said, well, you better come and spend an hour with them then on a Sunday and eternity with him in hell. A bit of a character, Billy Sunday, he said. And he said, and, and when you look, at it, he said, don't look around, so go to the mirror and have a look in the mirror, he said. There's your first one. Sort him out, he said. Um, so we have disobedience, not listening, not receiving and then turning away. Uh, Romans 2, Romans 2, 4 to 6. Do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, tolerance and patience, not
2: realizing that God's kindness leads you towards repentance? Because of your stubbornness and your unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath
3: against yourself for the day of God's
1: wrath, when His righteous judgment will be revealed. God will give to each person according to what he has done. So you just need to go back into into Romans one, don't you, and see the progression there of of someone who rejects the Creator. Their thinking becomes foolish and futile, and ends up. The Bible says filthy. The Lord gives them over to their, their debased mind um, and, and, and then they say, oh, well, that's not wrong. And then we come into, into chapter, chapter two and he, he talks about hypocrisy. Someone who says it's wrong, but is actually doing it. And then he, he, he gives a beautiful verse. Don't you know the kindness of the Lord leads us to repentance? God's kindness didn't deserve, but he said, listen, but your hardness and unrepentant heart stopped you. Hypocrisy causes hardness of heart. That's why we said, be honest, be honest before the Lord. Be honest with him, honest with each other as well. Uh, Ephesians 4, Ephesians 4.
2: And do not bring the Holy Spirit of God with whom you have sealed, and for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, roaring and slander along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate
1: to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. See, Ephesians four is the actual, and Ephesians five as well is the actual working out of what we are to be, and uh, the the, the, the behaviour. Because if there's no change, okay, there's no no reality. And he uh, saying, now be get rid of those things. He says. Throw them aside see thankfully god has given us the ability the bible says he's put in us remember god working in us we work out what god has put in us he's given us the ability to examine our hearts that's why we come and break bread uh, that's why we look at he says examine yourself we, we've got the ability to do that we know there's issues in our life we know if we are honest before the lord um and he, he gives us the ability to, to deal with them cut them off and he says, "Be kind, be tender-hearted, well-compassioned." Is the word? See, even when Jesus was hammering those Pharisees, the Bible says um, we, we looked at it in Matthew twenty-three, didn't we? The last few verses were, "Oh Jerusalem, Jerusalem! Oh, I long to gather you." His heart was towards them, yet they would not. Now we have to be clear and truthful to them because we, unless we see it will never be exposed and we we'll never know but he, he was but his heart was tender hearted 1 Peter 3 Husbands
2: in the saying way, consider as you look at your eyes and treat them with respect as the wicked partner and heirs will you of the gracious gift of God so that nothing will need you your Find finally all of you live in harmony with one another you see that it the love love Love, as brothers, be compassionate and humble. Do not believe evil with evil, or insult with insult, but with blessing. Because, to this you are called, so that you may inherit a blessing. For, whoever would love life and seek good sin, and love life and seek good days, must keep his tongue for evil. And his lips from his speech. He must turn from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue slave. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against
1: those who do evil. Verse 8 Finally, let me sum it up, you said. Let me some, be, be one mind, compare, uh, compassionate for one another, love, love your brethren, be tender hearted, soft hearted, be pliable. See, our job, the Lord gives us a new heart, but our job is to keep our hearts pure, to keep our hearts uh, with one purpose. What does the psalm say? Give me an undivided heart, because it's easily divided, isn't it? Oh, this way and that way, and he's pulling this way, and the Lord's pulling this way. Give me an undivided heart and pliable. Let my heart be soft in your hands, Lord. Now, again, I don't know about you, but I see things and see situations like oh, I get. Now, see, there's nothing wrong with godly anger, but we've got to be careful to distinguish between my anger and godly anger, haven't we? And uh, sometimes we don't really distinguish that because we, we, we can speak into a situation, really. <laughs> we see something on the TV and we think, that's snake, you know. Remember, our battle is not against flesh and blood. Our battles against principalities and, 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 and forces behind the spiritual wickedness. So be very careful. Be tender. Why? Because the Bible says, look, um, he's looking at hearts. Be tender-hearted." Very interesting in that particular chapter, verse 15, just a couple of verses on. This is what he says. Separate Christ as Lord in your heart. See, these are all things that are uh, doing words, verbs that we can do. God has given us the ability. The Bible says He's given us everything we need for life and God. He's two Peter one. We have just got to receive. We need to be filled with the Spirit, of course. But He's given us the ability to do all these things. And he, he says, be be as we said, be intentional. Be intentional. If there's issues, get before the Lord. If there's if there's circumstances, unforgiveness, myriads of things. Get before the Lord and and, and speak to him and be intentional. Go out of your way. Go out of your way. Our last verse, uh, Ezekiel 18. Ezekiel 18.
4: Therefore, all house of Israel, I will judge you, each one according to his ways, declares the solemn Lord. Repent, turn away from all your offenses, and sin will not be your done for. yourselves of all your offenses, and get a new heart and a new spirit. Why do you die, house of Israel? For I take no
1: pleasure in the death of anyone. And there is a sovereign Lord. Repent and live. You see, there, there's that cooperate, there's the, always the balance in the word of God. The, Ezekiel says in the other, in two places, God will give you a new heart. God will give you a new spirit. God will give you a new mind. But Ezekiel 18 says this: repent. Turn away from those stumbling blocks in your life. Make yourself. Now, listen to that. That means to work to labor, to actually construct a new heart and a new spirit. See, there's the cooperation God gives us, but we have to labor to make us a new heart. How do we do that, Dave? Well, the Old Testament, the New Testament says, circumcise your heart. Cut off that which is not needed. Cut off that which is hard in your life bible says how do we do that you take the soul of the spirit the word of god and allow it to rest in your heart read upon it meditate on it allow it to have its way the romans 2 29 says also the spirit circumcises your heart see the, the holy spirit takes hold of the word and applies it doesn't he and it's amazing, if we've got the word of God in us, we're going along our day, something happens, and a word drops in our hearts, or, or maybe a, um, uh, something that we should be doing, we're not doing, and the verse will drop in our hearts. The Holy Spirit's good at that, checking in us. Dave, where's your praise? Praise the Lord in all things. Oh Lord, you haven't seen my day. You haven't seen what's happening. Praise the Lord in all things, that's the word of the Lord. So what we do, we take all of the word, Holy Spirit comes alongside, time with each other. What does he say? We just read it. Let us see to it that none of us has a hard heart. It's hardened by sin's deceitfulness, hardened by, uh, by our not listening. That's why he says in Psalm 95, let us, let us worship the Lord together. It's powerful, isn't it? Because the thing is, when we're on our own, um, uh, we think we're okay, don't we? Hey, 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 everything's good, it's going well. But then when, we, when we're with each other, things are, things are exposed. Our, our, our character is exposed. Um, uh, things in life, someone will say something, someone will pray something there. And they think, like, ooh, right, that's, that's interesting. That, and I, let us be careful. So the Lord says tonight, do not harden your hearts. Areas of our, heart, our lives that have been hardened by circumstances, disappointments, many things many things you can name them and list them off but check your life check your ways check your walk check your words and that'll tell you if there's areas of hardness in your life and uh, remember we say oh Dave I I can see I can see I can do I can see something Jackie Uh, we used to say to our kids remember there's one point in there and when he's coming back Dave? three and the kids used to go like that then didn't they? trying to be funny don't be funny with me. When, um, uh, see, what, the Bible, why is it good to come together? Because I see a, fault, see a fault there. And I think, and the Lord's saying, Dave, have a look at yourself now. That's what God does. Why? Because he wants us to be a people uh, that love him. And uh, what do you say? Let us stir one another onto love and good deeds to touch the world, to touch our lives together, and to touch a lost world. Let's pray.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this episode. To find out more about our church, including our service times, visit www.oakdalechristiancentre.org.